the best way to boost confidence is by challenging yourself. Then you prove to yourself that you can do hard things. Dance is one of the best ways to prove to yourself that you are capable of hard things. Dancing, incorporating that into your daily life can have huge impact on, I would say, even on your mindset. When you are running away from challenging things in your life, odds are down the road, you're going to be living a life with more anxiety and stress, and you're not going to feel fulfilled. It is going to feel tough, but as you break things down and do it like baby step, your brain is going to get used to the things, and eventually you'll be able to do a lot more things. Hi everyone, this is Neha and you're listening to the Bold Enough Podcast. Join me in this authentic journey engaging in uncomfortable but real conversations with wonderful guests. If you want to listen to real people who are winning in their own way and not as society told them to, then this podcast is for you. The Bold Enough Podcast is produced by Leova Digital, hosted by Neha Ganyu. Hello everyone, welcome to a new episode of the Bold Enough Podcast. I hope that everyone is having a very good week and I am excited to have Mariana with me today. Hello Mariana, how are you? Hi Niha, I'm excited to be here. I'm doing well. How about you? I'm doing great, thank you. And I'm really excited for what we're going to talk about today, building your confidence through dancing and not any dance, but Brazilian dance. Yes, it's definitely something I'm very passionate about. So I'm excited to talk about this. And I am passionate about dancing. So I'm excited to share this conversation with you. So before we start, tell us a bit about yourself, who you are, where do you come from? And what is it that you do? Yeah, so my name is Mariana, and I'm the founder of Brazili Fitness, and we aim to help instructors transform more lives from the inside out, boosting confidence through the magic of Brazilian music, dance, fitness, and lifestyle. And this whole idea was kind of born because I was introduced to the Brazilian approach to fitness, dance, and lifestyle when I was living in Brazil as a teenager. It really helped me to break out of my shell. And, you know, I was a very shy, self-conscious teenager, and it really helped me to find myself. And it's actually what propelled me into the fitness industry. So I've been working as a personal trainer and group fitness instructor for about 19 years now. And now it's become my mission to really share this very unique vibe from Brazil with the rest of the world. That is so amazing. Let me ask you one thing. So in terms of boosting confidence or self-esteem, very rarely we're going to think about dancing as a way to boost our confidence. We have so many ways that people are going to speak about how to boost your confidence. You know, you need to do that. You need to do other stuff. But very rarely we get the word dancing in those conversations. Why do you think that dancing is a form to boost confidence? 
Well, that's such a great question. And to me, it's very surprising that no more people like really understand the powerful impact of dance. Because to me, like the best way to boost confidence is by challenging yourself, right? Because then you prove to yourself that you can do hard things, right? So it's by making promises to yourself and keeping those promises to yourself. And I think that dance is one of the best ways to prove to yourself that you are capable of hard things. So when you first start dancing, maybe you're a little bit confused with the mood you're not really understanding you know how to move your body along with the beat and it takes time and it takes patience and it takes perseverance to keep going and those are all things that you need to build confidence right so when you are running away from challenging things in your life odds are down the road you're going to be living a life with more anxiety and stress and you're not going to feel fulfilled so I think that dance is one of the best ways to boost that confidence because, you know, you, you keep trying, you know, you don't give up on yourself and eventually that confidence builds in all areas of your life. So if you have, you know, a big dream that you've put on hold because it seems too big and too scary, that's what dance can help you do right over time. And, you know, you showing yourself grace and having fun along the way, because that's an important thing too. People don't realize that you have to also enjoy the journey, right? It's not just about the end destination. And dance, I think, encompasses all of that everything that you need to really chase your dreams and to be honest it's what happened with me right like if i hadn't started dancing in brazil all those years ago i don't think i would have you know the confidence and the courage to open this business by myself right so i think that people don't realize the long-term effects that dance can have in your life yeah it makes me remember that usually when people think about dance they think about parties when you're going to a dance with your friends or weddings, you know, like specific occasion where dance is here. But there is another way to view dancing. Like you said, it's not always when you have a celebration or anything that you're going to dance, but just dancing, incorporating that into your daily life can have huge impact on, I would say, even on your mindset, even on your mental health, because even if it's challenging from the start, the moment that you start to get it, it's just, I've been there recently, I've been learning dancing and a choreography, and it was so hard at the, at the start. And I was like, oh my God, I can't do that. Or maybe dancing is not for me. Uh, you know, all the self-doubt, thoughts, negative thoughts that get into your head when you can't do something. And also because it's a new thing, but I think we say practice. I started to practice and then I started to get the moves. I just felt that instant motivation to do more <laughs> and it was just amazing. So how do you think that we can incorporate dancing in our daily life instead of just, you know, waiting for a celebration, for a birthday, for a party, for it to happen? Yeah, well, I mean, a very simple way that I tell my clients, you know, because some people are very busy, they don't have time to, you know, enroll in an actual class, like that's the best case scenario, right? When you're going to a class, and you're learning choreography, and you're pushing boundaries, stepping out of your comfort zone. And you know, that whole process, you just talked about how like, Oh, my God, I didn't think I can do this. And now I can, you know, that whole process is very important. But maybe if you're not ready for that just yet, like jumping into a class, you know, finding a class that's close to you, something that you can do and I tell my clients is you know put together a playlist on Spotify or whatever platform you use of your favorite songs that you like to dance to at parties or whatever event right 
and just have that playlist playing during your morning routine. So, you know, if you're brushing your teeth, you can dance along to the beat, you know, you're making breakfast, like you're dancing along because that just like releases happy hormones and sets the tone for the rest of your day. And then, you know, as that becomes more natural and part of your life, then you can be, you know, ready to move on to the next step, which would be, you know, finding a class that you identify with, like a certain style that you really like and just making it a habit. Yeah, I love that advice. Like just having your favorite songs playing and then you just move the way your body wants to move. It's actually very nice. It's a very nice way to start. And so for people who are not familiar with Brazilian dancing, can you tell us a bit about it? How is it different from other dance? Yeah, so I mean, Brazilian dance is really what changed my life. And what I find interesting is that, you know, when we say Brazilian dance, the first thing that people think about is samba. Of course, like samba is a huge style in Brazil, but it's just literally the tip of the iceberg of all the different amazing styles that they have in Brazil. And so there's so much variety and like the music is so contagious and, you know, certain styles, they just make you feel sexy and confident. It's just the music just moves you. <laughs> so it really helps you to, you know, feel in tune with yourself and your sensuality. And I think that that's very important to finding your confidence and, you know, believing in yourself. So the music to me is just very vibrant and dynamic and it's very unique, right, to Brazil. Like there's no other country that has, you know, the same style. So sometimes they kind of lump Brazil in with the rest of the Latin countries and the music is actually very, very different. And how is it different with Zumba? Zumba is more, you know, like their basic styles are more Latin focused in terms of like merengue, salsa, cumbia, all those styles. And for us, we use specifically the Brazilian style. So Brazilian funk, axé, forró, sertanejo. There's so many different ones. So just in that, it's very different. The styles are very, very different. But also the way that the class is structured is different. So again, because we're focused on boosting confidence, we don't believe in keeping the choreography way too simple. The way that it's structured is there's a warm up, there are two songs that come after the warm up that are a little bit easier to follow. And then after the two songs, we have what we call a level two track, which always has some choreography that makes you think a little bit. So the instructor stops and previews like, hey, like, for example, this is what we're going to do for the chorus. Let's do it together without the music, like very quickly, just to get rid of that fear, right? Of like, oh my God, what's coming next, right? And then we do it with the music, right? And then you go back to two easy songs, one a little bit harder song, right? And then you get into the middle of the class. We have like a carnival party break. So it brings that like, you know, event feel, right? Like a party atmosphere into the class. And it really helps with that social connection between participants. We kind of blend, you know, like a dance fitness class with a dance studio class where the idea is for you to progress from class to class, not to get it perfectly, just to have fun, you know, freestyle along the way for confused with certain moves but just going with the flow and enjoying the process. So it's very different structure. I love that. It also brings people together, you know, connects people. Like you said, I was going to ask if you've had people who came for the Brazilian dance and they felt that it was too hard for them. So what did you say to them to motivate them or to help them go through it so that they can see how it can be amazing? Yeah, it's very interesting because like, you know, this was my vision for the program from the beginning, you know, not to offer like overly simplified choreography. Like even when I taught Zumba back in the day, I liked to make my class more dancey. Like my class was always more choreographed than traditional Zumba classes. And 
it's very interesting because the feedback that we've gotten from people, like I was worried that, you know, that would be the case that people would be like, oh, that's too hard and whatever. And it's actually been the opposite. Like what people have been telling us that our class is less intimidating because first of all, we use vocal cues, right? So we explain, you know, what comes next, you know, vocally, whereas in Zumba, they don't use vocal cues, right? It's all, you know, visual cues. And because we stop before the harder songs, they feel like it's less intimidating. So we haven't gotten that feedback actually about people saying is too difficult, right? They just seem to like the way that we teach the program. And because we create that atmosphere of like, hey, like if you make a mistake, it's okay, keep going. They don't feel like they have to get it down, right? So one person who gave me really interesting feedback, she's autistic. And she said that she did a Zumba class before and it was way too overwhelming and stimulating for her. And she was lost because the instructor wasn't saying anything and she didn't know what to do. And then she went to our class it was completely different experience. She was like, Oh my god, like everyone's having fun together. We're all learning together. And you know, not focusing on getting all the moves down, you know, perfectly. So it was really interesting to hear that feedback from her. Yeah, and I think that it shouldn't be like a pressure or anything if you're learning dancing. Like you said in the beginning, it should be fun. Also, you should be enjoying yourself, listening to your body, and then really getting into it. Yeah, the way that I like to explain it is that, you know, like getting all the moves down perfectly is the least important thing. Like you'll get that with time, right? But the most important thing is that dance to me is like, therapy for your soul, right? So it just makes you feel alive, right? And I think that's what people are missing, right? They're just, you know, going through the motions of, you know, getting up, making breakfast, going to work, getting home, spending time with the kids, making dinner, and then just going to bed, you know, and it's like, just like that monotonous routine. That's why, you know, depression is on the rise, anxiety and stress levels are on the rise, because people are just not feeling alive anymore, right? They just feel like they're existing. And dance gives you that level of like, it releases all the happy hormones just truly make you connect with yourself and with your life again. Yeah, I love what you said, therapy for your soul, because I do feel like it's like that too. And it can feel like that once you've started it. And I feel like I would ask you what advice would you give to people who wants to start? You know, we say a lot of things that I want to start this, I want to join this class, and then a lot of people don't actually do it. Maybe there's a lack of motivation or they don't see the importance or they are too busy in their routine life that they can't take time for it. What would you say to those people who actually want to do it, but, you know, they can't find, I would say, you know, there's always something coming up in their lives and they can't prioritize this. Yes. So that's such a great question because, you know, over the years, I've done a lot of courses about, you know, habit change and, you know, maintaining consistency in a way that's, you know, sustainable and implementing new habits and not just like giving up on them quickly. And all the science shows that when you ease into things, so like you don't like, for example, what happens with most people is like, okay, this is it. I'm going to lose 20 pounds. And like, this is my, I'm going to go to the gym every day. I'm going to eat nothing but chicken and rice. Like, you know, they go very, extreme. And then what happens is like that works for like the first little while, but then very quickly, you drop off because it's just not sustainable. It's too big of a jump from where you currently are, right? So you have to ease into things. So sometimes like, I tell people like, if you haven't gone to the gym, 
in like five years, six years or ever, you know, like just committing to something like that, you're going to get a lot of resistance from your brain. So automatically, your brain is going to want to keep you safe in your comfort zone, right? So it'll start to work against you. So what you want is your brain to actually work with you. So that means you have to go slower. So there have been studies that show that if you just go to the gym, just by like tying your shoes, put your clothing on, go to the gym, and just walk around and then leave and you do that for a couple of weeks. And then okay, you after a couple of weeks, you start doing, you know, a five minute warm up, right? And then you just ease into it slowly, the odds are that you will be able to sustain this habit for much longer, because you're easy into it. And you're not allowing your brain to fight you along the way. So that's one way, right? So like doing that little dance in the morning is a good way to do that, going to the gym and just doing about five minutes, or even like now there's so many online classes, right? You can just do five, 10 minutes a day, or even like five, 10 minutes, two, three times a week, like really whatever you feel isn't, you know, challenging for you, right? Because your brain will always try <laughs> to make it seem like it's too hard and you have other priorities, right? So the trick is to work with your brain and ease into things. So that's, I think, the best way. I love that advice. And I agree that if you're going to start like all of a sudden, you know, change your habit, change your way of life, it is going to feel tough. But as you break things down and do it like baby step, your brain is going to get used to the things and eventually you'll be able to do a lot more things that you thought that, you know, before you'd be like, I can't do that. But now you'll be like, oh, I can do that. It's like with the dance. When you first start it, it's like, I can't do that, it's very hard. Or when you see people doing it very seamlessly and you're like, how can I do that? And then when you practice or you do it like baby steps and you get into it and when you finally do it and your brain just shifts and you're like, oh my God, I can do that. Exactly. And the major thing that I always teach my clients is to celebrate your wins along the way, right? So sometimes we have this big goal, like, let's say like 20 pounds, I want to lose 20 pounds. But we don't recognize the little milestones that we hit along the way, right? So that losing that 20 pounds, like for your brain is such a big goal. So it'll take a little bit longer, right? It's not going to happen overnight. So it's important to reflect on the little wins along the way. So let's say like you're feeling like it's a little bit less challenging for you to go up the stairs. Now you're not feeling as out of breath, like write that down, be like, hey, today, I felt like it was easier to go up the stairs or today I had more energy, you know, like little things like that along the way. It's you know, you're telling your brain that like, hey, I'm doing it, you know, like, and that builds your confidence, it shows you that you're making progress, as opposed to just focusing on the big end goal, focus on the little steps, because those are all those little steps, they compile, and they work together, they all compound over time, those are the little things that are going to end up adding up to that big goal. So it's important to celebrate them along the way. Exactly, always celebrate your small wins. And I want to just add one thing also, it's also important to note the type of thoughts that we're having in our brain, like saying, I can't do that, just to realize, to recognize that this is not what I want to tell my brain to believe into. So whenever you find yourself, you know, with those type of thoughts, just turn it around and say, yeah, it's difficult, but it's fine. I'll get to it. Yeah. One secret to that is always adding the word yet to the end. So like, I can't do this yet. <laughs> right. So that just signals to your brain, like, I don't know how to do it right now, but it doesn't mean I won't know how to do it tomorrow or next week or the week after. Right. So it put, takes away the pressure of you having to know everything the first time you do it. Yeah, I love that. 
I have to note that down. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mariana, last time that we were speaking, we talked about instant gratification and delayed gratification. And I want to touch on this a little bit. These are the conversation that we're having. How do you think that, you know, we can fix that in ourselves or around the world? What are your thoughts about that? Yeah, so this is something that I've been thinking a lot about, and it's such a huge part of my mission, you know, because I've been noticing how, like, I don't know if you've noticed this, but, you know, with the increase of, you know, the advancement of technology, we're so grateful, you know, for so many things that we now have in our lives. But at the same time, it's making people just expect things to be easy and fast, right? And that's causing a lot of problems. Like, I see this, like, you know, with younger generations, like, you know, like I have a stepson who's 19, like, you know, I've talked to other friends who have kids around, you know, like teenagers and things like that. And they just think that life is easy and life isn't easy. Like that's just the reality, right? Like you're always going to be faced with challenges. So your ability to cope with these challenges and overcome them, that's what's going to make you have a fulfilling, happy life, right? And if you don't have those coping skills, you're going to be always like, you know, feeling like the victim and you're going to, you know, have depression and all these things because you just weren't taught how to deal with life's challenges. So I think that we need to, you know, all come together, especially like the fitness industry, we have to go back to the basics of like, what's so amazing about fitness, it's the discipline you build, it's the confidence you build in yourself, right. And I think that for a long time, the fitness industry has been trying to sell their services, right, by saying like, exactly what people want to hear. So a lot of the marketing is like, take this class and burn 800 calories in an hour, and then like lose 20 pounds in 10 weeks, like whatever, you know, like, they're focusing on these quick wins. And that's really not what fitness is all about, right? Like fitness is about like you proving to yourself that you can do challenging things and building your discipline that transfers into other areas of your life. So as an industry, I think we need to get back to that and just reminding people like it doesn't have to be fast. It's not going to be easy, you know, and it's going to prepare you for real life. Like you learn coping skills. Like and it's something that no matter how much technology advances, no one's going to work out for you. No one's going to eat well for you. Like these are things that you need to do for yourself. Like if you want to start a business, you're going to have to do that on your own. You can find, you know, people, a coach, someone to help you. But at the end of the day, you have to be willing to put in the work. It's something that people are forgetting, right? And because of that, they're not feeling fulfillment in their lives. And it's becoming a very scary thing. I so agree. And I want to also add that it's important to know, to really understand and acknowledge the purpose behind what you're doing. Like, I see a lot of people like my age or younger than me who will only join a gym class or a dance class because they want to resemble someone. And then it's a lot of Instagram pictures, a lot of TikTok videos to seek validation around that. So really, what's the main purpose? Because if you're going to for you to the gym or use fitness just for those types of things, then are you really like today we're talking about boosting confidence through dance? And so is this really bringing you something or is it just for, you know, for just for namesake of doing it? And the thing is like, that's such an, an important thing because I think that a lot of people, when they sign up for the gym, like automatically they think of these superficial goals, right? So like usually when I'm coaching clients, I ask them like, okay, so what's your main goal? And if they say something like, I want to lose 20 pounds, you ask why? 
oh, because like I'll have more energy. Why is that important? And you go deeper and deeper. Just ask why, 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 until you get to like the root, like you get to the real reason why losing 20 pounds is important. And usually it's something they haven't even thought of, right? Like, oh, because like I want to feel more confident in my skin to improve my sex life with my husband, you know, like sometimes it's that right. And they were, you know, too ashamed to say it. And so it's really important for them to understand what their real motivation is, because on the hard days, that why is what keeps you going, right? So I think with everything in life, when you have a big goal, you have to understand why you have that goal and why it's so important, because it's going to be challenging. Like there are days that you're not going to feel like doing it. And if you don't have that why, like very like clear, crystal clear in your mind, you will give up, right? So it's very, very important to know exactly what it is you're after and why it's important to you. Yeah, I'm so aligned with what you just said. All right, Mariana, you've given so many good advice and so many great tips. So thank you for that. So what are some last advice that you would give to anyone who's listening to us right now and want to learn more about Brazilian dance or wants to is struggling with their confidence? And I would say try dancing. So what would you say to them and where can people find you? Yeah, well, I mean, if someone's struggling with confidence, I would say, you know, just try to do more hard things, right? Like keep promises to yourself. So if it's been very difficult for you to drink a lot of water, for example, right? You can use that as a way to build up your confidence. Like tell yourself like today, I'm going to drink four glasses of water. And keeping that promise to yourself day after day will improve your confidence. Like it's such a small thing, right? But doing that over and over again, maintaining those promises to yourself, like is a huge thing to boost confidence. And then if you're interested in dancing, of course, like just ease into it, have fun. Don't worry. Like I hear a lot of people saying like, oh, you know, everyone's going to watch me. And like, I guarantee you, no one has time to watch you. Like I've been teaching for 19 years. Like, and what people tell me is like, they're so focused on watching the instructor and watching themselves. Like they're there for them. So like, think of it as your time and not anyone else's, right? No one has time to watch what you're doing. So just have fun with it and let loose and use that as your time to connect with yourself. And for our programs so with Brazilian Dance, so that's the program that we have right now to certify instructors. You can find more about it on our website so it's brazilifitness.com so brazil with a y at the end fitness.com and you can find out about our instructor training and we're also looking for gym owners and studio owners who would be interested in piloting our program at your location to get feedback from people and see what's working what's not we have no licensing fees for a limited time so it's really about finding you know an instructor that you already work with who would be a good fit for our program and just making people happy <laughs> happier and like impacting more lives through brazili dance so you can also follow us on social media brazili fitness so at brazili fitness on pretty much everywhere instagram facebook tiktok and yeah i'd love to talk to anyone who'd be interested in finding out a little bit more about our program thanks mariana and just last minute thoughts when you said that people sometimes think what will other people think about me if I dance like that, or if I'm not getting the steps, or if I'm doing it wrong, there is, you know, that inner thoughts or doubt which get into our brain and everything. I would say it's normal to feel that way. I think we've all been there, we've all been through that. But at the end of the day, you have to really think like you're doing that for yourself and only for yourself to make you happy, to make your soul happy, to have fun. And like you said, no one has the time to watch you. 
and i would say like you also shouldn't have the time to you know take the time to care about what other people think like exactly. it's better to use that time into doing something that will really be meaningful to you yeah and it goes back to what i was saying about the resistance from your brain right your brain is always trying to keep you comfortable so it will tell you like oh no you can't do this because people are going to watch you and that's literally your brain just trying to keep you quote unquote safe right because your brain's job is to keep you safe even if it's not in your best interest because it doesn't understand it yet right so you have to expect that resistance to happen and work with it right like okay so my brain's saying this but it's not true and also another thing that i really believe in is like you know some Sometimes like you are going to have people who are going to criticize you and like, but at the end of the day, like people are going to criticize you no matter what, like you can be doing nothing to them and they'll find something to complain about. So it's like the worst thing in the world is to focus on that criticism, like focus on the people who love you and the people who support you and just focus on yourself, right? Because, you know, the only people who don't get criticized are the people who do nothing in the world. So you don't want to be that, like you want to stand up for yourself. You want to follow your dreams and you know unfortunately you're going to step on some toes because some people are just not happy with themselves right so it has very little to do with you it has something to do with them so just think about that because it's very important to just follow your heart and do what makes you happy so right well thank you mariana it's been very nice to have you on the podcast and to talk about dancing about confidence and you shared so much valuable tips that i'm sure a lot of people are going to relate to that so thank you so much to share that you've been there to share the passion of brazilian dance no problem this was so much fun i'll come back whenever you want me to <laughs> thanks for having me. <laughs> of course thank you mariana and thanks to everyone who's been listening to the bold enough podcast be sure to follow mariana brazilian fitness and to contact her anytime if you want to boost your confidence through dancing. Thank you and bye-bye. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Bold Enough podcast hosted by Neha Ganu. If you like what you heard today, please subscribe and tune in weekly as we keep on breaking the barriers together. Don't forget to show your love on our Instagram account and our LinkedIn. And thank you for listening to us.